Hello, my name is Huang Letu from the Australian Strategic Policy Institute and also a non-resident fellow at CSIS. And I'm Greg Poling with the Southeast Asia program at CSIS. We're now talking today with Greg about ASEAN. How is ASEAN doing in this one of the biggest crises in its history with the Myanmar crisis going on? And what is going on with the ASEAN's for, uh, external policy. Greg, um, what do you think, where is ASEAN heading towards at this moment? I worry that ASEAN is heading toward irrelevance, um, at least when it comes to the way that external powers are engaging with the region. One of the things that we've been hearing most often in the last couple of weeks is, is how the Biden administration isn't showing enough love to ASEAN and, and um, you know, is, is disappointing those who had had so much hope in it. But uh, I, I think there's a little bit of truth to that. Certainly the Biden administration could be doing more or coming up with a trade policy or an economic policy for the region and, and appointing some of the five empty ambassadorships in, in ASEAN. But what ASEAN fails to understand is that the U.S. government increasingly views ASEAN as incapable of dealing with major issues of importance and so is approaching the region far more interested in what they can do with the Quad and what they can do with the Europeans and what they can do with individual Southeast Asian states, particularly Singapore and Vietnam. Yes, I think um, ASEAN has had this issue about, you know, preserving relevance uh, for some time and, you know, even among their own member states. So I think in recent years, we've seen that, you know, lack or you know diminishing commitment from some of the regional member states but also i think there is this irony of uh, rhetorical entrapment where we all talk about asian centrality and really this is an issue that has become you know a, a, a phrase that is featuring every meetings and documents, but we don't see that ASEAN centrality in the practice. And, and I think even ASEAN uh, member states suffer from really, you know, finding it, defining it and really experiencing ASEAN centrality, isn't it? Yeah, you know, ASEAN centrality was supposed to be the thing that gave smaller ASEAN members the the clout um, to to choose their own destiny. And in, instead, what it's become increasingly is a, a shackle on smaller ASEAN members on the South China Sea, on issues surrounding China, be they influence ops or emerging tech, now on Myanmar. I mean, basically, it, ASEAN centrality means don't do anything. Don't pursue your own national interests, lest you upset the organization. But on other issues, historically, be it the Malacca Strait or the Mekong River or the Sulu Sea Patrols, there was never any issue with the idea that individual Southeast Asian states could pursue sub-regional uh, efforts jointly outside of ASEAN. That was never seen as a threat. This idea that anything that happens has to happen through ASEAN, and if that's impossible, then nothing should be done, that's a very new concept and one that's not good for the organization or for Southeast Asia. Yes, I, I agree. I think the national interests and the perceived interests as well as threats among the ASEAN uh, member states are increasingly widening the gap between them. So it's going to be increasingly difficult to gain consensus um, among all 10 member states, especially now that we have, you know, uh, Myanmar that uh, with illegitimate 
representation of Tatmadaw um, uh, among ASEAN member states. So it's it's really hard to expect the collective of ASEAN being strong and uh, united and focused. So this is a really, I think, a defining moment for ASEAN because we've been talking about ASEAN's need to reform for a long, long time. But I think this is a moment when you when you call it, you know, reform or really become obsolete because this is the, the challenge that is not going to be easily, you know, um, muddled through. Yeah, and this is not strictly a criticism from external parties either. I mean, certainly external parties, including the U.S., are frustrated um, with ASEAN and, and see it as an impediment more than an opportunity. But within ASEAN, you know, polling from CSIS and, and from ICES shows mm-hmm. that Vietnam in particular has more support for groups like the Quad than they do for ASEAN, of which they're a member. Um, in the Philippines, it's not hard to find... A majority of people who seem to scoff at ASEAN, and and it's you know the organization has been dragged through the mud in Myanmar and Myanmar obviously. So this idea that you know if you go uh, outside of ASEAN for anything, you're not engaging properly with Southeast Asia. That seems to be an idea that pretty much exists only in Jakarta. And we people too often sub in the public opinion they hear in Indonesia for public opinion in the wider region, but the wider region is not all in on ASEAN anymore. That's right. I think ASEAN needs to really find its um, way to make the ASEAN member state to find it attractive uh, uh, still. And again, we all uh, wish ASEAN to survive and be relevant, but I think it will take a lot of leadership, which is uh, a little bit missing in action at the moment within ASEAN itself. But good talk to you. Hey, you too, Hung. Thank you. Thank you.